I'm full of optimism. Einstein's theory of relativity. And we're still seeing it quite well through that haze. E equals MC. That all men are created equal. About the future innovations. And growing strength in the air. This is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. And welcome to Finding Your Frequency. My name is Jeff Spinard. I'm your host. I am also the CEO and president of World Talk Radio, home to the Voice America Talk Radio and TV networks. Joining me, of course, my co-host, 12-year colleague, 17-year veteran, and Vice President of Broadcast Operations, Mr. Ryan Treasure. Ryan. Hey, Jeff. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, we're we just, are back. We're just uh, kind of slipping it in in the nick of time here with our travel and uh, all the events we've been at the last couple of days. So it's uh, really good to be back in studio. You know, I had a chance to go from the airport to home, change, get to the office, <laughs> and try to do some research and get ready. And here we are. So... Yes. Hey, I think uh, it'll it'll tie in and be a really good show, and uh, we'll have a nice guest on to talk to later on, and it'll be it'll be fantabulous. Well, again, finding frequency will go on the road soon, so yep. you know when we're out and about, we'll be hooking up and doing it live uh, on location. Last week uh, yep. was Chapter Eleven, which was self syndicating your broadcast. Yeah, uh, we had a fantastic guest on the show, uh, Doctor Pat Baselli. Yeah, Pat was really good to have on and really listen to the passion that she has for, uh, you know, the digital radio space and really got into, you know, some of the pieces that work for self-syndication and passion. And uh, the interview was really good. It was excellent. You know, uh, Dr. Pat uh, was on Voice America for 11 years. While she was with Voice America, she was learning from us. You know, she was able to kind of uh, uh, mirror what Voice America did as far as building its network, and she created her own transformational network. Yep. Which is great because with Dr. Pat, you know, we always had a good relationship. So when we're talking about programming, uh, we would work together. If it was something outside of the transformational talk, she would send folks our way. And if we're talking to somebody, we do cover transformational talk too. But if we're talking to somebody that we can syndicate over or that we just simply thought was a better fit, we send over to Pat. So right. good relationship there. Yep, absolutely. Uh, you know, I remember when I first came on board with Voice America, Dr. Pat's show was uh, just transitioning from the Crustbuster ah, show, the uh, show into, you know, the radio to thrive by. And I got to be the end, the first engineer of the new radio yep. to thrive by show when we were, you know, way back when. And uh, it was really cool to just to kind of see the energy that uh, positive radio brought to uh, to the digital space rather than, you know, like we talked about in our other episode, uh, some of the negativity and all news weather and all that kind of stuff that goes into the traditional uh, a traditional radio model. Right. And it was really good that she was talking about the support that she was getting from Tacey, our executive producer, uh, and the support that she gets from Voice America uh, uh, in a, as a whole. Right. Uh, you know, Christina Aguilera was one of Pat's, like, second guests on the show. Yep. And she had asked Tacey, you know, you think we can get Christina Aguilera on the show? And Present him with an award, and <laughs> and of course, Tacey, being who Tacey is, yes, we can do that. 
Yeah, we and, accept all challenges yes, over here at VA. And sure <laughs> enough, you know, you could do a Google search, cross-busting, uh, Christina Aguilar, you'll see that, you know, she got an award on the uh, Pat Pacelli cross-busting show on Voice America. So it was lovely. Yeah, it was really lovely. You know, uh, kind of changing gears here as we look at uh, today's episode of Chapter 12, and we're going to be, you know, really getting in depth with an, an extremely important topic, I think, as it relates to yeah. uh, promotional elements and those things, and that's using social media to promote your broadcast. And uh, just to kind of tie it back into where we just came from, you know, we were at the uh, the Icon JV Mastermind event that was put on by David Fagan, who's a PR uh, uh, executive out of the Southern California area. Uh, and we got to meet a lot of cool people. Cactus Jack, it was interesting to talk Cactus to him. And Jack. Uh, as we tie it back to social media, you know, we were there and Eric Zuli from Easy Way was there as well. Yeah. And uh, Well, there were a whole bunch we of people. Were th- they, mean, they were just constantly social media, uh, you know, Facebook Live and interviews and just you know, keeping it uh, uh, keeping it rolling on, on well, social. Well, that's that whole live as it happens. And, of course, you know, once you have that down, uh, people can always see that at another time. So, you know, you may only have a, a small number of live uh, eyeballs that are watching you right then and there because it's kind of difficult. The yeah. difference between a radio show and a live Facebook is that with the radio show – you're doing promotion. You know what your show is a week, two weeks, a month ahead of time. Yeah. So your schedule is in place. You're, you've promoted. The people know what's coming. And a Facebook Live, obviously, it's, all on, it's on the spot, yeah. right? So, you know, but the point is that later on down the road, whether it's 10 minutes after the interview or whether it's 10 days after the interview, you still have access to see that, that video. So... I love the social, uh, the social push on these things. Yeah, technology sure has, uh, you know, come full circle in the last ten years, uh, as far as social media is concerned, and its ability to, uh, you know, kind of have like an always-on audience for uh, promotion of yourself, whether it's business-related stuff or those kind of things. And you know, one of the one of the cool things that's in the book it talks about that social media uh, is this era's telephone, except yes. that everybody is yes. listening to your conversation all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not much privacy in no. a, a public uh, uh, conversation. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, you know, some of the topical matter that we're going to get into today will be, you know, just some uh, some general information. I know we'll also talk to our guest a little bit about, you know, how she leverages some of those things. But, you know, some of the best times to post on social media and, you know, going through a couple of the other pieces, I think that'll be helpful that are bullet pointed here in the book about, you know, being yourself and, you know, keeping to what you know and some of those kind of things. So it'll be really cool to see how how our guest is leveraging those. And as you can see, this is the longest chapter in the book. You know, a lot of the book is like I said, topical, informational, get you to where you gotta go to put together a broadcast, get that message out there, draw that audience, toolkits. You know, it's really, really a how-to guide to get you going. But the uh, using social media to promote your, your broadcast uh, is absolutely the longest chapter in the book because it does tell you everything from you know, the best times to post on LinkedIn, best times to post on Facebook, best times to post on uh, Instagram. Uh, it gives you all kinds of knowledge about your mindset when you're posting, uh, keeping your stuff separate, your, your privacy, your private life is here. 
your business life is here. You'll keep that stuff separate. So yeah, and that's one of the other cool things is uh, we we look into the topical matter is the eighty twenty rule, yes. right? And making sure that the eighty percent of your posts that you post out are, are kind of social and they're interesting, relevant to the audience. You know, so that way you're not constantly promoting your goods and services or shows and kind of keeping it more of in a social environment rather than like push 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 all the time. Exactly. So exactly. Good good rule of thumb for everybody out there not to always be plugging your services. You can you know can't stand up in the middle of the room and just be like, hey, I have a product for $9.99 to come buy me now without kind of having some social interaction about about it beforehand. You got to lay it down properly. So, you know, social media is such a big, a big deal in so many places. You know, when you have, you know, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Tumblr, Google Plus, Instagram, uh, and Snapchat, and it just goes on and on and on. And there's so many locations uh, that you can push from. Uh, and some of these, Instagram, obviously we talked about yeah. this, is just exploding right now. It's so. huge, yeah. It's, it's it's really huge. And that's uh, that brings up a really good point is, you know, you have all of these different <laughs> social media outlets and they can be extremely time consuming, you know, when you're trying to, you know, get the message out to as many people as possible. Yeah. But I think it's important for, you know, anybody who's going to be leveraging social media to promote their content that they let, take a look at who their audience is. Yeah. So that way when they are spending time on creating posts and link backs and those things in social media that they're putting it out to an audience that's going to consume it and take action upon it you know um, a perfect example would be like our show like probably not going to have so much promotion on pinterest right you know right. Uh, with with what we do but at the same time you know on facebook and twitter and linkedin you know that's a little bit more of our core audience exactly. so making sure that you know as you do promote those that you 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 keep your time consumption uh, at a proper level and, exactly. and give it out to the audience and that that's consume that it. is absolutely knowing your audience yeah. you know Know, we know that Voice America, you know, has uh, a certain age group demographics that when we're uh, analyzing our social media, we're choosing the right times of the day. We're looking at the right uh, uh, programs uh, and, you know, the timing as to when they're going to be on. And so, you know, we have to always be considered and it's a full time job. Yeah. You know, if you're trying to do this on your own. I, my advice to you is to focus, you know, pick a couple, you know, work with those, uh, you know, get the, the knowledge as to the best times to post, get your link backs, uh, get in touch. And, and what we'll be talking about later mm-hmm. is, you know, get together with some influencers, uh, influencers who have other influencers to help you build and grow. So. A lot of good things going on. Yeah, that's probably the single fastest way for you to get your word out is to be connected with some type of already existing influencer that aligns with the audience that yeah. you're you're either building or have, right? That that then that way when you're posting that, they can assist you in, you know, yeah. getting some of those things out. Which actually it's a huge thing right now. One of the guys that we met at NAB, you know, um, uh, he's a he's one of the Snapchat experts and yeah. Fox pays him because he's an influencer because of how many people watch his yeah. Snapchat videos, you know, when they have uh, you know, uh, football games and different stuff on Fox. And, you know, he's doing the artistic work and kind of sure. creating a storyline behind that. And, you know, because of that, he's he's making a living off of Snapchat. I actually watched, uh, I think, we I don't know if we're talking about the same guy, but it's Danny Burke. Yeah, uh, yeah. The surfer dude. Okay. Yeah. Um, I watched one of his, he does things with Taco Bell and Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. And he did this one 
uh, skit. And you only get 10 seconds for a video. So he's doing it in 10-second increments. So he films himself uh, getting ready to skydive. Right. Oh, I can't wait. When I come down, I'm going to go to Taco Bell. Then you know, all of a sudden he's on the plane. He's like, okay, well, we're up at uh, 5,000 feet. And when I jump, my first thing is I'm going to go get some uh, some burritos <laughs> and Taco Bell. Right. And then he lands. It's okay. It's time to go to Taco But the whole thing is a story. Yep. For Taco Bell, so yeah, it's really cool. Actually, um, super artistic too <laughs> yeah. to be able to kind of outline a story in little ten-second increments, you know. Um, and I, I wonder if those guys are sitting there before they shoot that stuff with you know their their sketchbook and like sketching out a storyboard line for Snapchat to see how that stuff's going to work. But it's it's absolutely amazing. Some of those videos are are uh, there's a lot of time and effort yeah. that goes into yeah. creating them. And, and he has a lot of fun cool. with it. It's it's just funny to watch it because. That's Danny, you know. What right, I mean? right. <laughs> yeah, the guy I was talking about was um, Sean Ayala. Okay, That's the, yeah. he's the one that does the stuff for the Fox for football games and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, but it looks like uh, we're we're running up on our commercial break here, and going to get into um, it. It flew by. <laughs> it flew by. You guys can check us out on Twitter at Jeff Spinney Two at Radio Ryan One. Uh, we're always on Facebook promoting uh, facebook.com forward slash Voice America Talk Radio. And when we come back after these messages, we're going to bring on our fantastic guests for the day. Stay tuned. We'll be right back finding a frequency. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live, Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, on The Voice of America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. 
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. And welcome back to Finding Your Frequency. I'm your host, Jeff Spinard. And I'm your co-host, Ryan Treasure. And we have a very special guest uh, with us today. In fact, we were in Orange County with her yesterday, uh, a great invite. Um, this woman is uh, the founder of the West Coast Speakers Coalition. She has uh, the TV show Spotlight. She is a coach. She's a motivational speaker, uh, and she's building an empire. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Miss Allison Hildebrandt Larson. Allison, welcome oh, to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. And so if I'm building an empire, I have one question for you. Shoot. Does that make me an empress? Should you be introducing me I'm, as an empress? I'm pretty impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, great to have you guys here yesterday. It was such an honor to have Voice America here live streaming at, at our event here in Orange County. And I uh, really appreciate you guys and all the value that you bring to the table. Well, thank you very much. You know, we started off, okay, most events we go to, you know, we have prep time, we're set up and all that. So we had a little bit of trouble in the first part, but the good news is that when we got to the panel, everything was smooth as silk. So, Oh, great. Good. <laughs> yeah, the panel the panel went really well, and I, um, I liked how you kind of controlled the panel discussion yeah. and, you know, went down the line and, and got through um, all of the questions, especially, you know, uh, uh, what was the motivating uh, component for each one of those uh, change makers that were on the panel was really cool to kind of hear, you know, what their story is and, and what motivates them. Absolutely. Well, you know, I appreciate you saying that, and that brings up a really good point, Ryan, and, and that is this, that... Uh, whenever you are introducing somebody, and, and as a host, I do this a lot, or even when you're introducing yourself, it, it's those deeper issues, those stories that people have, those stories that you have that's going to attract you to working with them. So uh, there's a whole science behind how people make decisions uh, based on, you know, emotion and yeah. who they're going to work with and what they're going to buy. And so anytime you can go a little bit deeper, you can add your why in there and people can get to know you a little bit better then they'll be more likely to want to work with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. The why is the most important uh, factor for anybody being motivated to do anything. Uh, and you have to have that why in a right space for you to really, you know, jump up in the morning and get your empire build on, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. So today we are talking about, uh, we're on chapter 12 of the book, uh, using social media to promote your broadcast. Uh, now, obviously with your TV show, first of all, Allison, how long have you had your TV show? So I've, I've had my TV show, it first started airing in June. Okay. So since June. What, right. what is that now, about seven months? Yes, seven months. Yep, scenario. seven months, yep. And so moving into the social media part of things, um, what are you doing with social media to help uh, push that uh, broadcast? 
Yeah, you know, it was really interesting, and that's a great question, Jeff, because when I first got started, I was not using social media uh, to the best of its capacity. What I ended up doing was I, I had, you know, my, my show airs down on a cable TV station down here in Southern California, but it airs to to about over a million people, but it's it, still, I mean, if you think about all the people in the entire world or in the entire country, all the people you can reach, it's a very small amount of people that it could be getting out to. And a lot of the people that the cable TV show actually airs to aren't my ideal clients or are not my my guests' ideal clients. So the biggest benefit of the TV show is when they can then use that as social proof. So how do they use that as social proof? Well, when I first got started, I was just relying on the airing of the show on cable TV, and then I created a YouTube channel. And I would post a couple pictures on Facebook when somebody came on and people would think it looked cool that, you know, uh, that I had these guests on set. And a lot of my, my clients or show guests would post pictures. And one of the reasons that they want to come on my show is because it's going to give them credibility or social proof. And so they really want that out there. Well, I would post things after the show aired on cable. I would post the link on a YouTube channel. I'd create a YouTube link. And then I was reposting that on Facebook. Well, I was noticing that I was not getting a lot of interaction on Facebook, on, on social media. And, and really, Facebook's the main platform I use here, so I'm going to focus on that one. But after a while, what I decided to do was create my own Facebook page specifically dedicated to the show. There you go. And I started uploading the shows after they aired right onto the Facebook page. And then I would I would from there share that from that Facebook page onto my personal page or onto my guest's personal page. And the amount of views yep. increased dramatically. So if there's anybody out there that's doing a podcast or that has something there's any way that you can create a page and load things directly onto your page and then share your page, what happens is then people like the page. Yep. Then they're going to see it again and again and again when you post, even if it's not the show for that particular guest. So basically I'm getting the audience of all of my guests and I keep building upon that each time I have a show. Yeah, and that's a really good point. And, and one of the things that, you know, we teach our radio show hosts when they onboard with us is, you know, making sure that they set up their assets in a manner where they have um, a, a social distribution point that's not their personal page that reflects the brand of their radio show. Or if they already have a business page that is kind of similar to the broadcast, then using that business page to disseminate the information for the radio show and the live and all of the guests and things like that. Uh, and then, of course, being able to uh, uh, to be able to have that content directly in the news feed, which is one of the things Voice America's worked really hard on in the last year is, you know, really jumping over the Facebook hurdles. Uh, because, as you know, when you share a YouTube link inside of uh, inside of Facebook, you can actually watch the video in the news feed without leaving Facebook. And so we felt that it was super important uh, to keep people engaged the same way you were doing with, you know, posting your content on your page uh, is building our platform in a manner where when stuff is shared for on-demand listening that the listener can actually listen to it in the news feed to keep them engaged and and then also give uh, you know uh, our ability to track those listeners for them too and so yeah you make an extremely good point about making sure you have well, that home for that and, and think about this your chances of someone viewing your content goes down with each click they have to make let me yes. say that one more time the chances <laughs> of someone viewing your content decreases or goes down with each click they have to make. 
So I think you hit it right on the head. What, what I found out, Ryan, was if they had to click on the link to get to the YouTube page, and then they'd click the play button on the YouTube page, that decreased the amount of people that will watch. And it's so silly because how long does it take you to click, right? Right, But right. the fact of the matter is, <laughs> is that people just don't do it. It's an extra step, and any of the steps that you can cut out are really important in getting people to view your content. Yeah, there's so much content out there in the digital space as it relates to social media that um, our job as content creators and broadcasters uh, and marketers is to figure out the best way to put our content front and center to get the easiest access to that content with the least amount of clicks because right now everybody's built in their heads this whole everything being an on-demand world and they want it right now as quickly as possible. And if you can't cater to that in uh, in, in delivering content, then you're absolutely right. Your uh, chances to consume, uh, your chances of gathering that audience become much slimmer. And now here's another secret for success that I have when it comes to increasing your social media following, if you have content like that. So something that I did was I actually now, since my, I upload my content right to my Facebook page, when somebody goes to my website, now if they're already going to my website uh, specifically looking for something, it's a little bit different than if they're on Facebook scrolling through and it's going to take an extra click to get to the content. It's a little bit different when someone actually is going, seeking out content and going to your website. But what I found was, since the content was actually uploaded to my Facebook page, I could take that content from my Facebook page and then put it on my website. So when people want to view the videos of my show from my website, guess where it takes them? To Facebook. To my Facebook page. And guess what's going to happen? They're going to like it. And, And not only that, once somebody likes my page, guess what I do? Send them a message. I friend them. <laughs> yes. And now I've got Facebook friends that are already interested in me and my content. So now I have this pool of ideal clients, ideal guests, ideal people to be connected to right there mm-hmm. on my own Facebook feed. And now my personal Facebook page has those people on there. And everybody knows when you're looking for somebody to work with or when you're looking for advice, the first place you check somebody out is their personal Facebook page, not their professional Facebook page, not even their website. The number one place people go now is somebody's personal Facebook page. Yep, you're absolutely right. I know that uh, when uh, when I'm looking to hire individuals uh, for our production department here, and you know that's part of my process of looking into an individual, you know, along with looking at their credentials and talking to any of their references and some of that. But you know, I'm absolutely going and looking at their Facebook page because I want to see how you know those people are publicly portraying themselves on their own personal page, and does that align with the morals that the company has? Knowing that when we onboard somebody, they're not going to be you know uh, uh, posting weird stuff when hosts or clients can see it or something like that, you know, so it's definitely uh, a prerequisite. I'm sure probably a lot of, uh, a lot of companies are doing that now with hiring and, and making sure that yeah. they're checking the pages. Yep. It is so true. And you know, there's things that you can do with Instagram. There's things that you can do with Twitter. There's things that you can do with Snapchat. Uh, but I think, and maybe, maybe this is where you guys can give me some advice, but when it comes to actual video content, and um, things like that. I've, I've just found that uh, for people to get direct access to that, Facebook is, is the best social media 
medium for them to be able to do that. Yeah, absolutely. That Jeff and I have found that too over the course of the last year when you know we're working on the radio show and then also coaching clients and hosts that uh, you know. And also looking at the data on our own, I know that uh, when when we post out something on Facebook that contains an image and some links and some hashtags, right, that is like our lowest performing type of post versus um, a post that has video content built into it versus one that is a live promo that's created uh, leveraging Facebook Live, which for us, as, as you move through, that's kind of the, the three tiers of posting on Facebook and looking at the data on which ones are the most interactive, um, you know, having the Facebook Live being the most interactive interactive, uh, ones with videos and pictures being the second, and then just straight text with links being the least interactive, uh, and then making sure that uh, we, we, we make sure we're trying to put out uh, the most interactive and most uh, consumable content possible by leveraging pictures and video to do so. I was looking at um, the promo video that Jeff and I did from the Icon event yesterday, uh, and as I went back to look, you know, Facebook popped up and it says, hey, Ryan, this post with video is performing 95% better than any other post you've posted in the last whatever the days that I have set for the data. Uh, but that right there, wow. you know, goes and tells you how powerful video is moving into 2017 as it relates to social media and how important it is, to, you know, to make sure that you're touching it. I'm not saying it's, you know, a must have, like you have to be doing video. However, you're probably going to be more effective if you're using it. Yeah, it is so true. And, and, you know, one of the things, too, about increasing your post views is, is interviewing people that have a big social media following and remembering to tag them in those posts. So one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make a lot on social media is they get so excited about posting their podcast or so excited about posting their video, and they forget to tag these people who they've been interviewing or these people that have been at the event, maybe they haven't even interviewed them. Maybe you say to them, I was at such and so-and-so's event, and you put that, tag that person in there, um, with some amazing people such as, and you name some of the big-name people in there that you're friends with on Facebook, and I had the amazing opportunity to interview that so-and-so. Yep. Now, you've just tagged four people in that video who also have social media followings. And remember, when their people start watching your video and start liking it, pay attention to who likes it. If you aren't friends with them, go and be friends with them. Yep. Because now the other thing is they have seen you now as an expert. You've interviewed right. their friend. You've interviewed somebody that they're following. Now in, in their eyes, you're an expert. And now instead of just having a bunch of friends on your Facebook page, you have a bunch of fans. Absolutely. And that leads us right into our commercial break here as we uh, move into uh, the second part of the interview. We'll take a quick commercial break. And then when we come back, I want to kind of just uh, go through a couple of the bullet points in the book and get your feedback on uh, some of these best practices that Jeff put together for Facebook posts and some of the other social media. Uh, so when we come back after this break, uh, we'll be back with Allison Larson right here on Finding Your Frequency. Stay tuned.
Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. The Voice America Live Events page is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. And welcome back to Finding Your Frequency. I'm your host, Jeff Spinard. I'm your co-host, Ryan Treasure. And we are talking to Allison Hildebrandt Larson. We are discussing uh, social media and uh, how to use that to help your broadcast or actually help you in any aspect of your business. Uh, and I've had the privilege and the honor to hear Ryan and Allison uh, talk for the last segment, <laughs> which was great because, you know, everything was co- is pretty much covered in the book. But we're moving into uh, – we want to talk about best practices. Yep. You know, think, you know the best practice, uh, uh, best practice to use – with Facebook, you know, in the book, we've got things like keep things positive, provide information, provide a link, include images, make your post mobile friendly, engage with users, be available, and use hashtags. Yeah, all of those are extremely important as you look at how you're interacting with Facebook or any other social media. But I think another thing to focus on just to just to kind of keep it top of mind for our listeners mm-hmm. is making sure that they remember that everything that you post on social media is online and discoverable all the time. Yes. And to make sure that yeah. when you're when you're formulating some of these pieces so that way you can be positive and provide information and pictures and all of those things is, you know, keeping that at the front of your 
your mind to think before you post. You know, it's really yeah. important. Well, so, so what would... you're saying is if you're going to post a naked picture of yourself, make, make sure you look really good, right? <laughs> well, I would say uh, I, I, I no naked pictures of yourself. Maybe that, that Facebook might not be the I place for that. Skip that one, right? Maybe <laughs> yeah, no, yeah I, 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 I was just teasing about that. Please, please don't anybody post a naked picture of yourself. Yeah, um, uh, in, in the I book. I want to talk a little bit about pictures because this is something that I really have paid attention to. So for a while on my Facebook page, and we were talking about this at break, I just want to bring up something to you very quickly. I have a reach of over 2 million people between the different things that I do. I live in a town of less than 5,000 people in rural Idaho. Mm -hmm. The only time we have a traffic jam there is when the ducks cross the road. (laughs) This is how small this town is. I have people from L.A. and Beverly Hills call me and say, Allison, Please tell us your networking secrets. How have you got so highly connected with so many people in such a short amount of time? Mm -hmm. And here's one of the the things that I did. And actually, the main thing is Facebook, getting to know people through Facebook. So in getting to know people through Facebook, I really started paying attention to which of my posts got the most traction. And I noticed that the posts that had my pictures got the most traction. Not only the posts that have my pictures, but the posts that had my pictures with my kids or my husband, those posts always got the most likes. Now, so so what did I learn from that? Well, yeah, I have a business. I'm developing my business. But intermingle People want to know you. pictures like that. If you're getting a lot of likes on certain kinds of pictures, make sure you're posting regularly and adding those pictures. The other thing I noticed was if I would do a post, say a business post or something, and I would just post and I would have no picture, that I would get a certain amount of likes. If I would post and put some kind of generic picture, I would, I would double my likes. Sure. Yeah. If I posted and put my picture, even if I'm just standing there smiling or a selfie or whatever, I would triple my likes. So pay attention to what kind of posts you're getting the most likes and remember to recreate those. Yeah, in the book, Jeff calls that the 80-20 rule, which is basically making sure that 80% of your posts, you know, should be social, meaning that they're interesting and relevant to your audience or topic, but not necessarily promoting your specific products or services, right? So that would be some of those things about letting that audience in a little bit on, uh, you know, you and your family and the pictures of the kids and, you know, because people want to connect with other real people and want to make sure that, you know, uh, when when they are engaging, that they're engaging for a reason that feels good to them and um, if you're not following that 80 20 rule and you're really putting put doing a lot of push 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 for products and services then you're not really engaging with um, some of the other components that uh, make you human so that's very very important mm-hmm. and here, here's two other tips that I want to give you and then I know Ryan we were talking and break there's something that you want to give back to me that I know that I'm in need of as well <laughs> so uh, can I give two more tips absolutely your of course. go ahead okay great So when somebody likes your post, pay attention to who's liking your post. If you notice that somebody's liking a lot of your posts, go ahead and click on their profile. And especially if they are in your market, like your ideal client, your avatar, shoot them over a quick message on Facebook. Say to them, thank you so much for following me on Facebook. I've been noticing that you've been liking a lot of my posts. I would love to spend some time getting to know you on the phone this week. Can I have my assistant reach out to you and schedule an appointment? 
Yeah, absolutely. Because those people that are liking your posts are your fans. You're going to have to do much less work with somebody like that who already feels like they know you because you've been doing these incredible posts. You've been following Jeff's 80-20 rule. And then when you talk to them, they're already going to be ready to work with you. And so that's one, one secret. Another one is when somebody likes or when somebody requests to be your friend, and this does not work the other way around, and I'll explain why, but when somebody requests you, when they, when they say, hey, we want to friend you on Facebook, and you accept or confirm that request, just take a quick moment to look at their profile. If there's somebody who would be an ideal client or joint venture partner, again, shoot them over a little message saying, hey, thanks for friending me on Facebook. I, I love what you're doing, and I would love to talk with you sometime this week. Can I have my assistant reach out to you? Now, this does not work when you're friending someone else nearly as well. Why? Because they're just going to think you're trying to sell them. Right. But if yeah, somebody right. has friended you, there's a reason why they're interested in you, reach out to them. Say, hey, you know what? I wouldn't mind connecting with you. Absolutely. Good points. Yeah, that, those are very good points. points. So, Allison, I'm looking at the time clock, right? And we're at 42 after the hour. Normally, we take a commercial break in three minutes. And I know that we were going to just have you on for 30 minutes. But um, why don't you, uh, are you, are you okay with enjoying the rest of the ride with us and go until the, the end of the show? I, I love this show, and I would be glad to enjoy the rest of the ride with you, Ryan. All right, perfect. So, Aaron, we're going to skip this commercial break because I want to definitely get into this next section, which is extremely important because uh, with with all of the different social media outlets that are out there, you know, you talk about the big three, right, with uh, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn, but then you have, you know, Snapchat and Instagram, and I'm, I'm, I'm fairly sure that at some point Instagram will overtake Twitter. Uh, it's, it's on the rise. It's a huge, it's a huge outlet. Yep. Well, and I'm just starting to get into Instagram. So, you know, I would love any tips you have. And to be honest with you, I am a Facebook expert. My LinkedIn page absolutely stinks. <laughs> um, just just working on Instagram, and I have no idea how to use Twitter. So yeah, can you guys I'm, help me out? I'm kind of with you. I'm kind of with you too. I'm more of a Facebook person, but at the same time, um, have some of the knowledge on the Twitter side and on LinkedIn. Um, Jeff is actually yeah. extremely good with LinkedIn. He's um, almost got influencer status on LinkedIn. So like expert. Um, right? yeah. I don't know what that means, but it sounds awesome. It is. It means that, you know, they give you a score and, you know, just like anything else where you become an influence, you have to hit a certain number. Uh, my LinkedIn is very strong. You know, I have well over 10,000, you know, connections and a lot of things that go on. I write articles yeah, and things super like impressive. that. So, yeah. You know, so I, I LinkedIn to me was always my business path. I'm a businessman. I like business. Uh, and then Facebook, you know, that's another, it's another uh, audience, uh, so to speak. So, you know, it's good to it's good to spread yourself thin. Like I said, Ryan's the Facebook man, I'm the LinkedIn man. But of course, we're gonna you know keep growing both. Uh, on an individual and a business level. Yeah, and I think some tips when we talk about leveraging, you know. Here's my main question. It feels like I don't have enough time. I spend, you know, I spend this time, I'm growing my business, I've got my family. That's exactly what we're about Facebook to get into. Yep. Is there a way to condense everything or is there an easy way to put everything together? Yeah, there yes. actually is. If you So let me give you an idea, right? I have um, all okay. of those, all of those, I have them. I have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, the company, Voice America. We have, you ready for this, Allison? nine Facebook pages that we manage, eight Twitter accounts that we manage because there's one Twitter and Facebook account for every channel on the network. And then there's also That's a crazy. main How account. How do you do that? 
Well, this is exactly what I wanted to get into here is you have to make sure that you're effectively using your time and have some time management uh, and leverage technology to allow right. you to do that. So there's some really cool tools out there. Some of them are free. Some of them are paid. Uh, but especially when you're promoting a given topic, our show, for example, when we want to promote the show, I don't have time to go write a post in 140 characters for Twitter, a longer one for Facebook, a business minded one for LinkedIn, take pictures and post those and tag those other people on Instagram and then turn around and put some pictures up on Pinterest so I can make a story or then go Snapchat and snap some stuff, right? It's all just all time consuming, right? So what we do is we leverage um, uh, s- some some tools. One of those that we use here is called Hootsuite, right? Hootsuite, uh, Hootsuite.com, go check it out. There's a free service. You can integrate about 10 accounts without moving up to the premium account. But what it allows you to do is schedule posts out in the future. Um, so for example, to, when we were, we were promoting for the show, I was able to on Monday go schedule out the whole week of posts for uh, the radio show and stuff that was going out to Twitter and I only had to make the promotion once and then I could go schedule that out. So the same promo goes out over Twitter with a couple of little adjustments um, but I don't have to physically do that. Once I set it, it's kind of a, a set it and forget it methodology being able to uh, manage uh, yeah. via schedule but there's other tools well, that do the same thing. You know what I love thing. about that too is sometimes I feel really inspired to, you know, to write something if it's an epic Facebook post to me or something and, uh, and, and it's like 2 a.m. or like 1 a.m. or, you know, 5 a.m. in the morning or something that's not an ideal time to post it. So I I write it, I post it anyway, but, but, you know, I know if I'm posting it different times of the day, it's going to get a lot more of a following. So, I really like that. You can actually, yeah, well, whenever then, you're inspired, you're saying you can write and just set it. Yeah, to and you know, too, it, one, exactly. one of the things with that, too, is, you know, you made a good point, is you have this 2 a.m. thing, and you know that, you know, if you're going to put that out on Facebook, it's better to be consumed between noon and 5 p.m., right, because that's the peak hours of, of Facebook interaction. But at the same time, you want to repurpose that content because what you wrote for Facebook also might be relevant for uh, uh, for LinkedIn, and then maybe the subject line and main pieces of that same thing might be good for Twitter. And so you're able to take the same one piece of content that you created and then go schedule posts to go out on all of those uh, destinations, all leveraging the same content. So then that way you're, you're really managing your time. So that way you have a, yeah. uh, I call it, I call it a, a social media life balance, right? So then that way That's you're not amazing. constantly have your nose in the phone and, and always in social media because I know, I know you are, and I know Jeff is the same way. All of us want to spend, you know, as little time as possible on social media and more time with our families and friends and doing the things that we want to do. And, uh, so these tools are really helpful to do that. Um, so definitely check those out. Thank you so much. Yeah. And Hootsuite is only one, Mm -hmm. uh, one location you can use. There's, you know, Capsule, there's Sprout Social, there's Buffer, there's FTT, there's a lot of uh, a lot of places that you can help coordinate all of your uh, all of your posts. So, you know, I'll, I'll yeah. send I'll send you the book so that you have that and you can utilize all that information. Thank you so much. I, so I love I that. You know, I, I am familiar with Buffer, but one of the things I use Buffer for it's called Pablo by Buffer is to create these images with words over it, or I think right. memes, memes for, yep. for social media, yep. um, where I can create my own. So I'm familiar with uh, that aspect of Buffer, but 
Um, definitely going to check out the other aspects of that in Hootsuite as well. Yeah, and you bring up a good point. Buffer is actually really cool because you can set it up to do a bunch of different automation things too. You know, if, if somebody friends you or does this and automatically send them a little note that says thank you, which, you know, a lot of those kind of things that are um, extremely important in a social environment for thanking somebody for taking time out of their day to like your stuff, right? That becomes cumbersome, uh, especially, uh, you know, like when we got back from the event and we got, I got into the airport, I whipped out my phone and I opened up Facebook and I had like um, 162 notifications in my in there and it's like you are wow so popular so, Ryan so daunting and I want to get back to everybody and I want to be social but it's so time consuming but you know leveraging technology and I think that was one of the talks that you guys were going to have um, either yesterday or today was you know um, yeah. leveraging some type of automation to help out with some of those things and there are a lot of those tools um, in place for social media as well. An example, we have something set up with our Twitter accounts where if somebody goes and follows a Voice America Twitter account, it will automatically send them a note right in in the Twitter feed that says at whoever just follow you. Thank you for the follow. We appreciate it. Right. And that's all automated. So that way um, we can get back to all of those people, because when we were building the social media kind of presence on some of the uh, of the channels, you know, we went from, you know, a few thousand to 40, 50, 60,000 followers. And when you start having followers that fast, it's almost impossible to keep up with, you know, the social aspect and say thank you to everybody. So the only way to do that is to leverage a little bit of automation. And I love that. Here's what else I love about it is it's this the law of multiplication. Whenever you can multiply your efforts so you don't have to do them over and over and over again, uh, it's going to save you time, effort, it'll even save you money in some cases. So if you can automate your responses back to somebody, hey, thanks for friending me on Facebook or anything that you can uh, make automated, it's really going to multiply your efforts so that you don't have to do it over and over and over again. And that's actually what I really love about media in general, social media and media in general, is you can share your story one by one to a million different people, and how long is that going to take you? Or you can write a Facebook post, and you can reach a million different people, you know, in one post, or you can be on TV, or, well, I, I don't quite have a million friends on Facebook, I don't even know if that's possible, but you get the idea. <laughs> right, you can right. do something one time and reach so many more people. Well, listen, before we run out of time, Allison, I want to talk about the uh, West Coast Speakers Bureau that you are organizing and putting together. Yeah, so Jeff, you're actually on the board of that. Yes, So Jeff is on the board of our West Coast Speakers Coalition, and I'll tell you how this was born and what the purpose of it is. Uh, So within a matter of nine short months, a little over a year ago, I started working with a company, had a reach of less than 1,000 people. Within nine short months of after rebranding with them and then promoting me, I, I now had reached millions of people. And one of the things that I was doing was speaking and holding my own events. And I held an event in Salt Lake a few months ago, uh, had some of these phenomenal big-name speakers there. And again, networking magic and secrets, Facebook, right? I was able to ask some of these phenomenal speakers to come. And ever since I've held that event, I've had other speakers come to me and say, Allison, we really are interested in having you connect us with some high-quality stages. And then I had event organizers coming to me saying, Allison, can you connect us with some high-end speakers for our stages? So I was doing this one by one. Well, we just talked about the law of multiplication. I thought there has to be a more effective and efficient way to connect these speakers who are wanting to make a difference in the world, high-end speakers, with opportunities to change the world and raise the frequency on the planet. I know it's just, has, it has frequency in the name, so I thought I I'd throw it. that in there. I love it. I <laughs> right. so, caught that, right. What I did was I created the West Coast Speakers Coalition. Now, the website will be live either today or Monday. It's speakers.com 
Coalition, or excuse me, no S, speakercoalition.com. Wait, maybe there is an S. See, I, I don't even know. The website's not live yet. <laughs> speakerscoalition.com. Speakers with an S. Speakerscoalition.com. And we also have a Facebook group, and it's the West Coast Speakers Coalition. So West Coast Speakers Coalition. What ended up happening before our website's even up, people started hearing about this once I created the Facebook group. Word got out. I've had over 30 applications for speakers. We have phenomenal board members, of course, including you, Jeff. We have Greg Reed, who was uh, just named as one of the top 10 motivational speakers for 2017. We have Frank Shankwitz, who in 2016 was named by Forbes as one of the top 10 speakers. Dan Clark, who has been uh, had the honor of being one of the top 10 speakers in the world. So these are the kind of people that are on our board. We have phenomenal speakers in the coalition. Already we've been able to connect five speakers with stages. And again, just born a couple of weeks ago, right. don't even have the website up yet. So if you're a speaker, if you're interested in being part of the coalition, if you're wanting to connect with stages, or if you are an event organizer, event planner, you're looking for high-end speakers for your event, or good quality speakers for your event, definitely check us out at West Coast Speakers Coalition. And there it is, there, ladies and gentlemen. This is this is going to be very exciting. Uh, I think this coalition was a a, a fantastic idea. Um, yesterday, uh, with David Fagan at the JV Icon Mastermind, um, what was your role there? So one of the things that I do, and that's a great question. As I've started getting more out there, and because I'm such a fabulous network, I've had over 200 people ask me to partner with them to do different events, do That's awesome. basically JV with them. Um, David Fagan, Icon Builder Media, they're the ones that I worked with that helped me go from a reach of just under 1,000 to a reach of millions of people. And uh, being one of their star clients and, and really getting a good relationship with them, I now love to partner with them or JV with them on different events. Uh, it's just a, a natural and good thing to do. Uh, is people come to me and say, Allison, how did you get such a phenomenal reach? I say, you know, this is how I did it. Come here. But these events that are, will be approved by the West Coast Speakers Coalition, like this event, my role there will be as part of the West Coast Speakers Coalition to let people know about these events, too. Sure. Sure. So even if you're just interested in wanting to know what's the next networking event, how can I attend event, you can contact me. We've got a great event coming up in March called Influencers Unite. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a bunch of influential people that will be there. And one of the things that I said yesterday, Jeff, is it's all about knowing the people that know who you want to know. Right. Yep. So we've, we've all heard, you know, seven degrees to Kevin Bacon. Well, Correct. you know what? How many degrees are you away from that person that you really want to know? Right. Start right. networking. Start going to events with people that are influential and have big lists. And before you know it, you're going to be connected with those people who you want to be connected with. Absolutely. Allison, that's so well said. Thank you so much for kind of going over that with us and letting us know about how that uh, Speakers Coalition is yeah. going to unfold over the next several months, and we're excited to be a part of that. I really think, you know, being on the board and, uh, you know, a speaker myself and with the contacts that Voice America has, the people that we've worked with over the years, uh, the relationships that we have individually, uh, you know, I think we're going to be able to bring a lot to the table and of course, I already talked to you that you know I'm looking to do something a little bit special as far as building an influencer network. Uh, so we got some big plans happening. Yeah, and that's you know, Jeff, that's exactly why I wanted you to be on the board. And I saw the value of this in Voice America. 
so many of the speakers are also phenomenal on the radio, right. phenomenal on TV, and they just need a platform for this. So I'm so looking forward to Voice America being the official uh, platform for all of the West Coast Speakers Coalition speakers. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, we are wrapping up here. Uh, we're almost out of time. Allison, I want to thank you for being on the show. I know you're out and about and you're busy. Uh, you took time out of your day to uh, bless us with your presence uh, on the show. Um, and, you know, I, I look forward to the next time that we work together. Great. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, guys. Bye. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, next week we'll come back with chapter 13 and we're going to round out all the topical matter in the book and talk about monetizing. Monetize. Everybody's going to like this one. Yeah, so this is going to be a good Come game. back next week from monetizing your broadcast. Go check us out on social media, Twitter at Radio Ryan 1, at Jeff Spinney 2, and of course always on Facebook.com forward slash Voice America Talk Radio. Stay tuned next week as we find our frequency. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. It's staff and management.